Now all I have to do is make a tweet. There you I'm go. making a tweet. All in. Let's go. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> how have you been? What's been going on with you? Not much. Just trying to get my life back to a normal schedule. <clears throat> um, just working, coming home, chilling. Uh, walking the dog on the weekends. I went 12 miles on Saturday, but Sunday I was just too tired, so I didn't walk. But I'm trying to walk the same amount of miles each day. So I'll see how it goes. And then I'm um, still thinking about going to law school. Maybe I'm not 100% yet. I don't know. Just It's nice to take a year to enjoy myself, you know. Yeah. To just enjoy not being in school. <laughs> That's the thing is, like, it's re it's really good to take a break. But then you kind of just never want to go back, right? Yeah. So. Law school's a huge commitment, too. It's like the the thing. <laughs> it certainly is. It's certainly not anything to be taken lightly. Yeah. So. The rights that I'm getting um full-time career experience at a law firm. So at least I can say I'm doing that. That's very important. Uh, I think a lot of people maybe like starting out in life. It's like one of the most difficult things is realizing that um, it doesn't matter like what your education or anything is. If you don't have experience, a lot of people just won't even give you a look in. Consider you him yeah. or you have to like basically take a reduced, reduced pay. What is average for the field because of the lack of your experience. And that's eh. No good. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Like, you know, lawyers, they're all doing the same business. It's just some lawyers charge $400 an hour and some charge $900 an hour. And usually the difference between the 400 and the 900 is that they're like, you know, 4HL lawyers, which means they've just been at the firm for a long ass time. Right. Like they're as close to partners as I can get. It's a. Uh... Yeah. It's crazy, dude. But yeah, um, get that experience. It's 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 really invaluable and yeah. it'll help you more than you know advancing necessarily your career yeah. or like your education. You know, like yeah. But at the same time, like if you need a law degree or or a specific kind of degree, like you'll have to get it. But for now, um, the experience is what's gonna still like put you ahead of a lot of other people who are just coming out of law school with only the degree, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be going into law school with like pretty experience from motion drafting and arguing with the professor and everything like that. Yeah. Um, because the the professors try to in like law school, they basically try to act like judges when they randomly call on you to answer because they're trying to catch you off your feet to make you say something stupid in, in court. Um, and yeah. it just depends on the judge's mood that day. <laughs> uh, so the the professors uh, do that a lot and that's apparently invaluable experience as well so there is a good reason to go to law school if you're going to be working in this profession in this profession but uh, it's just three years and then another year to prepare for the bar <laughs> yeah apparently when we were not streaming someone followed us so i'm gonna play the alert thanks mookie vet for the follow uh -oh. i don't know who that is <laughs> but uh i appreciate yeah. it that's my friend. That's the person. Yeah, that's a friend of mine. But oh, well, thank you, she, Chair's friend. She, yeah, she's the best. So nice. Wait. She reviewed our podcast, too. Yes, she did. I, 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 I okay, this is yeah, going to sound. Yeah, she's a follower from Atlanta. This is going to sound creepy, okay, but it's not meant mm. to be. So we, someone wrote a review when we first started Across the Stars uh, like our one of some of our first episodes, someone wrote a review on iTunes, and like, I was like, "Yo, this is sick!" Like, this person wrote like a super nice review. Like, I don't know who this is. Like, it's not like a friend or family, and like, I I'm pretty sure that was the name Mookie Vet. And like, I searched them on Twitter to say thank you, which again probably sounds kind of creepy, but uh. like. You know, I was just like, I just wanted to be like, oh, I, you know, I don't know if that was you, but like, hell yeah, thanks for their, you know, review. Like, that's hella cool. Uh, yeah, she's, she's super dope. I'll, I'll send you her link on the uh, the old Instagram. You guys can follow each other. Okay. She's She was the person I was trying to get on the podcast, but um, she has a newborn, so she's got other priorities uh, that are much more important. You know? Definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, so. a, that's the thing with, uh, with my friend that you're, you know, you know, Captain Hot Sauce. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been trying to get some things going and, 
you know, we have our other podcast, Nerdy Boys Reviews, which we haven't done for a long time. So we're, we've been planning like a like a big kind of announcement uh, episode coming up. Um, but it's just difficult because, you know, hey, he's got a, he's got a kid and he's got another one on the way. And on top of that, like he's you know, he's got a new career, essentially, uh, which is really awesome yeah. for him, you know, like, he, yes, great for him. Great. Uh, you great. know, like, that's one of the things about the pandemic, like, uh, uh, put a lot of people on their asses. And like, um, you know, he was working early on in it. And he ended up losing his job, not because of the pandemic, but because uh, the people who hired him are idiots. And, uh, you know, didn't, they, they just, they just went about something the wrong way. So uh, he ends up losing his job. And, you know, now he's got a wife, well, not a wife, but he has a girlfriend, a kid, another kid on the way, like, he's kind of fucked, and, you know, it, it finally drove him to just getting his Class A license to be a trucker. There you go, good, that's all. That's uh, awesome, that's, that's always what a he's great... been doing, like, you know, it, he was yeah. away from his family for a long time, but, like, dude, like, it's, worth it. it's crazy, like, the motivation that heart heartache and, and heartbreak and, you know, the threat of, you know, being homeless or losing everything, like what it can do to you. And, uh, some yeah. people in that, in that environment, they fail and other people thrive. And I think he's thrived and I'm, I'm super proud of him. So. Yeah. So, so am I, um, you know, I've only had limited interactions with him, but I'm just glad that everything's going well. Yeah. So, um, and I know he's, he's got, because of that now, like he, he's already been working, but he's got like more opportunities, more people like offering him jobs. And I think that's really cool. So, Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and for like, you know, for me personally, like being able to work through the pandemic is, was a huge blessing because so many people lost so many things. Um, Mm. and so like not having to worry about paying for rent or, you know, getting evicted or anything, like, even though I know there are laws preventing that right now, but, (laughs) uh, not having to like have that on my mind all the time. Yeah, absolutely. That would drive spring. anyone fucking nuts, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm lucky enough to still just be a bum living at home. Uh, even though everyone tells me not to say that about myself, because, you know, I'm working full t- full-time at a law firm, and I'm, you know, right. also You know how many people wish they could live at home with their family right now and not pay rent and shit? Like, yeah. it's it doesn't make you, like, less successful or less ahead in life. It just makes you smarter because you actually get to save money. Or try to save yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Uh, you know what it's like sometimes when you just uh, love being a nerd and owning nerd things. Yeah, that's true. And I food. Know. Uh, I'll, I'll, like... I'll, I'll be honest, dude. I'm the fucking worst when it comes to spending on food. Like, it's Same. just... Uh, uh, dude, like, roundtable, like, dude. Dude, I had roundtable the other day. I had seven oh, pieces man. of pizza. I was... oh, you, you went to the buffet? No, no, I just bought a large pizza. Uh, I, I don't that. even know if they brought the buffet back yet. Uh, I think they do. Now that California's all open, I'm not 100% sure yet, but I don't even work out there anymore. So, like, you know, or out here, yeah. I should probably say. Um, but there's, uh, dude, like, this place I work at in, in Martinez, uh, there's these all these great eateries on Main Street. Well, that's nice. It's not, it's it, not fair, dude, dude. Since things have opened up, I've been going out, like, way too much. Like, I, I've been gaining some weight. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> like for, since the pandemic started, like I lost a total of like 17 pounds and I've, in like just this past two weeks, I've gained like eight pounds back. So, uh, I'm, uh, well, I also haven't been able to go to the gym for like the past five months because of other reasons, but I'll be back in the gym soon and, uh, yeah. eating better hopefully. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to do the, the walks to be the responsible one, be a responsible dog owner. Uh, because that dog is just a working dog, so she needs to get walks, or it's like seriously unhealthy if she doesn't. Yeah. And um, you know, twelve miles is—it's a lot. It is. It's it good. Is. It's a good walk, and doing that twice in a row, I think, is really healthy for me, and it's really good for her. And you know, she can spend the rest of her time running around outside, being wild, or doing whatever the fuck it is dogs do. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, dogs. Dogs can be crazy. They can be a lot of things, but. You know what's funny is last week we didn't we didn't podcast because uh, mm. we just didn't communicate at all. Yeah. But also like I you know we were taking care of a dog for my wife's parents is mm. their dog had to have surgery and like they have like big like uh, American bullies at home, mm. so we didn't want her to like you know get her stitches or anything ripped out by the other dogs trying to play with her and stuff, and so like we we took her to like you know keep her wounds cleaned and 
make sure her face is draining properly and all that stuff. And uh, there's another dog that lives here, and every time the other dog saw her, it he like she would just go fucking nuts, like insane. And it was uh, it was very difficult to keep them apart, but it was okay. We kept her in here, and and everything worked out. And she went home safe and went back to the vet and got her tube out and everything. So, but. Yeah, man, dogs are a lot of work, um, and they're not for everybody, and that's why, you know, a lot of people say, like, adopt, don't shop, Um, Mm. and I think that's a bad way to look at things, because there's a lot of people that only adopt, and they're not well-equipped to handle a dog that's been traumatized, and they make it worse, or they bring it back to the vet, which destroys a dog, really, like, uh, and I mean, bring it back to the pound, not the vet, but yeah, you know what I mean, it's like, I, I think yeah. I think if you're cut out for it, you should definitely adopt. But if you're not, then you should either get a dog from a breeder that's going to be better behaved and easier to train or not have a dog at all. <laughs> yeah. So. That's, that's just the unfortunate truth is that dogs are very, um, especially like the kind of dog I got. I probably did go in way over my head, but I made it work, you know, and I'm making yeah. it work every day. Um, yeah she she's uh she's you know she's a great animal and it's just but it's just gonna take time that's just the truth yeah. of the matter it's, it's just it's just, just a mentality thing out. for me like the the mentality of like you should only ever adopt a dog and never buy a dog is like well what, what do you think is going to happen to all the dogs that are being bred they're going to end up in the yeah. pound then right and, or they're going to yeah. end up dead <laughs> like yeah that's just the reality of it like all dogs deserve love not just ones that have been abused and traumatized like all dogs deserve love so you know, yeah. I'm not saying don't adopt. I'm just saying, you know, there are. More I think <laughs> I think the, the also the adoption thing also has a lot to do with the um, uh, unfortunate realities of overbreeding. You know, specifically for pet breeds and such. You know, yeah, it's just is uh, the unhealthiness well, of certain breeds now. Because just some of the of practices too, like the yes, the, 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 the the whole like uh, this 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 to me is incredibly traumatizing. Is like the way dogs are like, you know, people want them to have like certain dogs have like pit bulls have a specific look, how they cut their ears and shit. Like a lot of them aren't going to the vet to get their ears cut. They're going to like their friends and shit or they're doing it themselves. And that fucks up a dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of vets won't even cut a dog's ears. <laughs> so how do you think yeah. they're getting that look? Like, it's it's pretty fucked up to me, but you know people do what they want, and you know just like declawing a cat is fucking traumatizing for a cat. But hey, you know if it's legal or whatever, and you that's what you desire, I think yeah, I think it's pretty shitty. But whatever, live and let live. Yeah. As say, but anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, we're here to talk about Loki, I guess. Um, yep. Are you caught up? Did Sometimes. You, did you watch episodes three and four? I haven't. Yes, uh, I don't think I've watched the newest. How did the last episode end? It was when they figured out the time ones were all fake, right? They're just robots, and then Loki died. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a post credit scene too. Did you oh, watch? I didn't watch. I did not watch that. Oh, okay. Well, um, what happens in post credit scene? Uh, pretty just much. Tell me, I don't... Loki wakes up and he thinks he's in hell, and uh, there's a black Loki, a classic looking loki from the comics but he's like really old and his costume looks cheap and then like a kid loki and an alligator loki hmm. and they're like you're not dead yet you have to come with us damn i'll need to go watch that again then <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> but yeah 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 so the newest episode comes out tomorrow so uh we we seem to always do these on tuesdays and the new episode always comes out on wednesday so <clears throat> You know, there's that. Uh, but there's also the Bad Batch um, that comes out on yep. Friday. I don't know if you watched the la- the real most recent episode of that, um, where they have to like help I did. The, the separatist. Yeah, I did, and I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, kind <laughs> yeah. of a blam blam shoot shoot episode, but still okay. Yeah, it's more of one of those like classic Clone Wars type of episodes, but it also had like the little weird Omega is suddenly like the best strategist in the world kind of thing mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but uh it wasn't it was the episode before that right where we found out she was like a uh, prime boba fett or uh 
Django Fett clone, right? Yeah, she's like one of the direct. original, like, she's basically like a gene seed for the rest. Yeah, like, Boba Fett is is Alpha and she's Omega. Cool. Got it. Um, Yeah, yeah, The Bad Batch has actually been, like, uh, it's an it's another show where it's, like, I didn't think I'd have any interest at all in it. Uh, like, I thought it was going to be pretty mediocre, and I thought that the episode, uh, the Clone Wars episode, was, like, just meh. Like, you know, it was a weird way to start off the the new season or the last season of Clone Wars, and it's like, where are we going with this? Why is this our big introduction? Like, it's cool, like, cool concept, but not that interesting to me. Um, right. So the way they've been able to make it work and the, being able to explore this time of the transition into the Empire and everything has been super cool to me. Yeah, same here. I genuinely enjoy the direction it's going in. I enjoy really the um what's going on on Kamido just all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Galact- galactic politicking, which I find very compelling, interesting. It's what drove me into the interest of um at first when the when the uh, show I remember in the Clone Wars originally when they started getting into like the galactic economic episodes. I was like, okay, all right, I'm here for this. Yeah. And well, <clears throat> didn't I don't know. I don't think we talked about the past two episodes, right? Like, didn't didn't Ton Week die or something? Or um, because so okay, so Lamas Sue, the like prime minister, right, of Camino, he's the one who put the bounty on Omega, but Ton Week put her own bounty because she knows that Lamas Sue wants Omega killed after he gets her genetic materials right so fennec shand the the character that's also in the mandalorian played by mulan uh yep she is working for ton way and lama sue hired cad bane it's kind of comp comp convoluted a little bit but yeah it's it's, it's definitely getting a little complicated there's a lot of moving parts here that's definitely something for sure <laughs> yeah i just remember watching the I, I don't know man i just remember my brain was shut off but i was watching cad bane and love uh, fight the fuck out of each other yeah, and that yeah, was so yeah. awesome <laughs> at first like... i was a little just just to finish this thought i was like a little nerd ragey for a moment like oh man she's this new character's gonna show up beat up cad bane and then like leave and kill him and i was like i'm really glad they didn't kill cad bane because i really thought yeah. for a moment that was the direction they were gonna go with and i was gonna be kind of miffed if they if they did do that dude can we see a live action cad bane eventually see who play absolutely dude <laughs> it's it's not that hard just a voice changer and some blue face paint you're good to go yeah i mean blue man group do it all the time pretty much the same thing for uh for Thrawn, but oh, you, you don't need a voice changer for that. You just need Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. So, you know what else though? This Thursday is the return of the MCU to theaters with Black Widow. Yes, uh, I forgot to mention my entire office, uh, my law firm, uh, my super the senior attorney is a huge fan of Marvel movies, so he always pays for the entire office to go see new Marvel films when they go in theaters. So that's what I'll be going to see it on nice. Friday. Yeah, dude. Are you, are, you singing in, are you singing in Martinez? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is there a Why, didn't, movie theater Do you know theaters there? that... No. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> but we're, we're, they said they're going to the same place they always go to. Um, they also go out to lunch first. So that's, that's okay. great. Yeah, I'm going uh, this Thursday with, with my friend. Kind of a friend. You know, Daniel, whatever. Um, mm. So we're going Thursday. And, you know, we're going to, you know, it's customary. Like, this is like tradition. We, you know, we, we always go to the premieres. You, you've been to a few with us. And yep. uh, usually we go get food beforehand. We go to like Texas Roadhouse or just get McDonald's or something. But so we're going to be. Texas Roadhouse. You know, Damn. Yeah. Was, I'll, need to, I'll need to go up to that one of these days. Man, I haven't been to Texas Roadhouse in forever. You have Fuck one near you, though. Yeah, it's in Tracy. So it's kind of a drive. But yeah. Yeah. There's one in uh in Fairfield. Oh, I mean, that's only what forty five minutes from you. Nice. Maybe an hour. <clears throat> but yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like maybe for like Eternals or Shang Chi or something, you can come up this way and uh, we'll yeah, I don't... we'll get something going. That'd be dope. So, uh, but yeah, definitely excited to go to a movie again and uh you know black widow's gotten 
very positive reviews, I think. I haven't read any of them, but I've seen, you know, certified fresh and shit written out on Facebook and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of exciting things coming, and and I'm definitely here for it. Um, Along with that comes a lot of fake news, to be honest, and I've been hearing a lot of uh, stupid shit coming out from people, but, uh, Mm. uh, like... Are you you're aware that Disney Plus is doing a a Moon Knight show? Oh my god! I closed the window. Hold on. I I think I have actually know what no no I didn't I didn't know that. I know who Moon Knight is, but I didn't know they're making a Moon Knight show. Yeah, so they're making a Moon Knight show, and um, it's like some some news site. I don't even know what the news site is to be honest. Um, sure. let me look it up because, um. It, it it actually blew my mind how many like how many reliable people took this news site and reported this as fact. Um, hold on, because it like the the, the website I never heard of before, um, okay. and oh my god, and and of course this other sh- site does it too. Yeah, giant freaking robot. They were the first one I saw it from. But th- this other site, we got it covered. Literally everything they do is, it, it like, it never comes true. Um, I don't know if I have another scene I can show, but um, let me... Okay, I'll just, I'll just read it to you. Like, this, this says, right, the headline... John Bernthal's Punisher will reportedly return in Moon Knight, right? Mm. <clears throat> Moon Knight, given, right? A series coming out. It has It's it's in production right now, right? So uh, you kind of read, read this article. For a character that Kevin Feige hasn't even publicly mentioned by name, there's been an awful lot of talk surrounding the potential future of the Punisher as part of Marvel Cinematic Universe. The two-year hold following the Netflix show's cancellation has long since expired, but even before then, we'd been hearing plenty of chatter about how, when when and where Frank Castle would make uh, his next comeback, right? Mm. It, th- again, this is this is writing 101, kids. If you're in college or high school, you know, you know what you need to put after this, right? A reference. Mm-hmm. Where is the reference? Where is this right. plenty of chatter coming from? Because I haven't heard any chatter about it. I, I've talked with friends and said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we saw the Punisher again? But but there's been no Hollywood chatter, no real news coming out about it. So uh, they continue. Nothing concrete has been teased uh, yet. Never mind confirmed. But the smart money would be on Bernthal keeping hold of the role, given how popular the stint proved to be, blah, blah, blah. And he says... <clears throat> Indeed, a new report now claims that Bernthal's Punisher will show up in a future season of Moon Knight. And as awesome as it sounds to imagine him tracking down Oscar Isaac in a dark and gritty superhero series, there aren't any details provided to support the initial statement, so it should be strictly regarded as a rumor, right? So they, they do mention it's a rumor, but uh. then you have everyone else s- reciting this whole story, saying Punisher is going to show up in Moon Knight Season 2. This is what I've been told by by friends uh, from uh, uh, other news sites that I do think are legit. They've taken that article and said the same thing, and and then you have you have this this other site, giant freaking robot. Uh, he's going to be he's going to join the MCU soon, and we're getting a sense of how he'll start to fit in. Geekosity has it that Burnthal is going to show up in the second season of Moon Knight. Really? Geekosity, huh? What the fuck is that? <laughs> like these 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 things are 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 super rumor, super like someone just maybe made it up out of thin air and thought it'd be cool to say out loud. And look, I don't I don't want to splash on anyone's dreams. If he does show up in Moon Knight, that'll be really fucking cool. I'll be hyped. You'll be hyped. Everybody will be hyped. It'll be fucking sick. We all thought John Bernthal was great. We all liked the Punisher, uh, but this yep. is a nothing story. That that yeah. I have friends calling me saying, hey, dude, hey, dude, um, yeah, you hear about the Punisher? He's gonna be in Moon Knight, dude. Moon Knight doesn't even have a season one yet. Why are we talking yeah. about this? Yeah, you know, we, we don't know what'll happen until it actually happens. Um, there's no actors that said anything because they're the only ones who would have firsthand knowledge of the story. 
There's, yeah. No, it's... Well, it's the same thing with the next Spider-Man movie. Everybody thinks they have the inside scoop, and they all know that, that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are definitely in it, and all this stuff, and it's like, dude, these are all rumors to this point. Like, if they are, that's yeah. going to be great. We're all going to love it, but, but why am I going to get super worked up about something that's not even confirmed? Mm-hmm. The way I look at it, right? And this is this is a personal outlook thing on life, I guess. But uh, to me, hope leads to despair. So instead of having hope and yeah. and uh, <laughs> and and looking forward to something that I hope will happen, like I'm just gonna enjoy the moment, and enjoy life. And if it happens, that's great. And if it doesn't, then I didn't get my hopes up for nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 a good good way to look at it, I guess. Um, I'm just. It's different. I don't right? know, like, I, I, yeah, it, it, in certain ways it can be. Um, it, it's different if you know, right? If if something's confirmed, you know for a fact, hey, this is going to happen. Hey, yeah. then you can be excited. But rumors, they don't make me excited. They just make me think that, like, somebody wants some clout and for people to think that they're an insider in Hollywood or some shit and this is their way of doing it. That's That's the way I look at it. Maybe it's cynical but um that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at on it my camera is blurry so i have to like you know hello yeah i am i just don't the thing is for me like and how i process media is that i really just only go for my own personal first-hand experience like i I try not to watch that many previews that these days the only preview i've watched recently got well i got in type for two previews uh, I think the Dune trailer looks really good, even though I kind of hate how the still suits look, but it is what it is. Nobody really understands how the fucking still suits look, and they all, everyone has their own different opinions, so mine's probably not as, you know, as geek as the next guy's. Um, and also, uh, the He-Man, the new He-Man trailer. I don't know if you saw that. I oh, didn't. Looks... Is is that going to be from Kevin Smith? No, it's going to be from Powerhouse Creative, so I'm not I'm not sure. I know Mark Hamill's in it. He's going to be voicing Skeletor, so that'll be fun as fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but aside from that, it just I'll, I'll link you the I'll send you the trailer on Instagram after. Uh, okay. but it got me really fucking hyped. <laughs> so, he man like messes the universe stuff. Like I, I never really cared. Like I never watched it. Right. Like when I yeah, was a kid, see, that's um, I always watched freaking like Thundercats and stuff like that. But you know, yeah, I I grew up on He Man because like in two thousand and between two thousand and three and two thousand and six, there were a couple of uh, reboots that weren't very successful. Uh, mm-hmm. That they all just kind of faded into obscurity. Mainly, there was a really unfortunate rendition of the Transformers that was uh, that is not looked upon with <laughs> with glee. Look, it's not looked back upon fondly. Yeah. Um. Uh, there was also. Uh, uh, there was another, there was a He-Man and it was just kind of the same, you know, it was just more He-Man, but a little bit better animated. So, but it didn't really make any impressions. And then I know in the late 2009, they tried to reboot Thundercats, but it just didn't land very well. Oh yeah. I, I missed the boat on so many things as a kid, like, like things that were popular, like Transformers, like from the 90s, 80s, 90s, right? Like people loved that. Mm. Uh, what He-Man, Dragon Ball Z, like, uh, I never watched any of that stuff. Like, I, I, I thought Dragon Ball Z was kind of boring. I didn't really understand the premise of it when I was trying to watch it. Like, I, I, I watched it because it had the, the word dragon in it, and a dragon never showed up when I would watch it, so I stopped watching it. Uh, yeah. But, like, I, I watched, like, Sailor wrong. Moon. I watched X-Men, you know, 92. I watched Spider-Man and um, Gargoyles and shit like that, but I missed the boat on some of these shows, you know. Same with Naruto. People love Naruto. I I've never seen Naruto. I've watched the shit out of that show um, because it was just you know what was on. That's the thing. Like I was just a TV person. That's what I did. Um, yeah. I just I didn't I didn't really have anything else to watch. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, like I would watch things I enjoyed, but I also like read a little bit here and there. Um, Played some video games, but I was terrible at it. Like, you know, I played Spyro on the original PS1 and, and Crash Bandicoot and Rayman. And um, I remember, like, my friend had a, an old um, Super Nintendo, and we would play Aladdin on mm. there. Um, but, like, my gaming experience is pretty limited. I do remember, like, when uh, I would go to my friend's house in, like, 2005, and he had Halo and... And stuff and like I would watch him play, but I wouldn't I would never play. 
I'll just watch mm. him. And like the same with like uh he had a like Goldeneye and stuff. Like he'd play that and I remember I'd I'd always watch him play, but I would never like want to play myself. I would just enjoy watching him. I don't know yeah. why. It's kind of weird. There's a lot of people like that. Um I I just play it. I always play video games. It's what I've been doing since day one. I remember the first game I played was Pokemon Red. Oh no, it wasn't. It was like an old school Super Nintendo. It was a uh, mm. Paperboy and shit like that in the Olympics games. Um, but the first game I really super got into was Pokemon Red. I remember the Christmas when I got a turquoise Game Boy Color. And um, dude, I never had a Game Boy Color. I got a I got yeah, a Game Boy Advance. I was very lucky. Um, yeah. I I think they were relatively new when I got one. And I remember, like, I I had uh, Super Mario Advance on it, and I'd play the shit out of that game. And then I had, like, a Spyro game, and I had, um, like, a Wolverine. Like, it was, like, X-Men, but I, you don't, you could only play as Wolverine for some reason. So I will just play those games all the time. And, and it was when, uh, you know, those shitty little things didn't have a backlight, so you'd have to, like, buy a fucking flashlight to put on flashlight. the top. Yeah. <laughs> And the fucking and it sucked, dude. They were the worst clank clankiest pieces of yeah. shit. <laughs> and um, it just drained the battery too. Mm. So, but yeah, that, those are those are fun days. I remember I had I, had, I used to have a, a fucking light to read books in the dark too. Jesus, those were the days. I, anyway, though. Uh, I guess I guess Loki, right? Spoilers, spoilers, guys. Uh, If you're not caught up on Loki and you don't want to be spoiled, maybe you should tune out at this point. Uh, But if you have watched it or you don't care about being spoiled, you can stay. That's cool. We don't care. Um, But yeah, uh, we we talked about episodes one and two already on our last episode, and so you can check that out if you want. It's available online. Uh, the Nerd Ledger, anywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, dude. We're on Pandora. Did you know that? Damn, dude, you're working hard. Yeah. We're on. <laughs> I didn't know you were on all of them. That's fancy. Yeah, I feel so I feel so yeah. official. It is, yeah. I mean, it used to just be like, hey, we're on, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts. We've made it, but now, you know, we're on Spotify playlist or, or, or podcasts. We're on uh, Pandora podcasts. We're everywhere, man. We've been still, everywhere. Still, nobody listens to us. Oh well, that's, they just come with time. Don't worry, we'll get. Yeah, we'll be yeah, able yeah. to sell. We'll be able to sell out at some point. Don't worry about True. that, dude. It, that, this is how I think of it, right? Is like when when Captain Hot Sauce and I started Nerdy Boys Reviews. We started in 2014, mm-hmm. and we were averaging like seven listeners an episode or something like that. And like eventually, we changed our format and everything. Like, and after like five year four years of doing it four or five years mm. we started averaging like 30 you know which is like for me like that's like pretty crazy like that's a huge like uptick but it took so long it to, does to get take, there yeah it does take so, quite a bit of time uh but I, i'll never forget like the the first uh so uh the force awakens was the first episode we did uh like the first review we did that got 50 listens or downloads mm. or something. And I don't know how, how accurate the numbers are. Like, I'm just trusting the analytics of, of the website, the hosting site. Um, and then uh, Venom. Venom is our most listened to ever podcast. Our review of Venom. That's fucking weird. Yeah, that is oddly specific. But a lot of people are really surprised by Venom. So yeah, maybe uh, they just wanted to know what was going on. Yeah, and the Joker too. We the our Joker review got quite a lot, and it's funny because like we didn't do movie reviews weren't our like primary thing. It's just like when they came out, we'd review them. But like our normal podcast was like the news or TV shows or whatever, you know. And it's like we would we would get like you know twenty listens or thirty listens for uh like a news segment or a news podcast. But then like movies, we'd always get like forty to fifty. So. Uh, if you guys are looking for like things people are more interested in, nerdy news is probably not the top of the list. But some people do like that, like especially like us, like people more like in the weeds. Because I remember when we worked together, you would ask me like, "Oh, like how do you find this news and stuff? Like how do you know what's what's good and what's not?" And like, yeah. So there are people that are interested in it, but 
I think like movie reviews is like more accessible. Everybody wants to watch the movies and shit. Not not necessarily everybody wants to know like who's gonna be in the movie before they go watch it, right? Yeah. So and also people are looking to form their own thoughts. You know, some people just um. I put this uh, in a kind way. Some people just movies like kind of hit them. They don't really know. They just get, they just react and they enjoy, and that's about it. Well, and, I think like. I think that it's always good to go see something or read something and try to form an opinion. But like a lot of times, like the, the, the reason why I never wanted to do a podcast like by myself or anything is because I know I won't see everything and my perspective is not the only one in the world. So, you know, if I, if, if we go both, you know, we're both seeing black widow, so we'll probably talk about it. And if I say, there was this moment and, and I, you know, I thought it was kind of weird and you say, yeah, but this thing happened before that and it built to that and I thought it really worked. And then I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. That, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like little things like that, that like, you know, even if I say, no, I don't agree with you. Someone out there will connect with your idea or your view and someone out there will connect with mine. And it's like that way we're not just presenting only how we think we're, there's other opinions there too and other ways to think about things. So, I like that. I don't like just like, hey, this is how I saw it, and that's the only way it should be seen, bitch. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 the way, that's a way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are people like that, you know, but I think obviously what you were saying is some people don't know what to think or don't know how to analyze something. Uh, properly and they just go to watch like you know they might just love like Kong vs. Godzilla because who cares about the story it's all about the monsters beating the shit out of each other right like some people just like that kind of like mind numbing or mindless like action and shit which is fine that's cool like there's that it exists for those people Um, like there's nothing wrong with that but then they might go see something that is more thought provoking and not know what to think so they want to go listen to how someone else feels about it and say oh okay you know that you know even for me like i've done that before i'm like you know i i don't get this or i don't really know how to feel about this what is this person i trust think or what does that person think right and for for me that was like the whole idea behind starting nerdy boys reviews was you would go to a comic book store or go out in public with your friends and just talk about shit like talk about nerd shit and like you'd get to hear their opinions and get to bounce off each other and other people would come into the conversation or leave the conversation it was just became like it's just fun to talk about this shit you know and these are conversations that i have a a lot with people Mm. i haven't had for a while because we've been closed down and i can't see anybody but uh now now things are opening up like i went to lunch with my friend the other day and we're just like you know we were there for like two hours because we're bullshitting about nerd shit and other things and it's just like what we love Killing. to do. So yeah, exactly. Just relaxing. That's the thing. It's very, it's very chill. Yeah, and like um, even when the the restaurant we were at, like we we sat at the bar and like the bartender was talking with us about it and like, you know, it's just like, it's it, that's what I like is like when conversations like this are inviting and not like oh like gatekeeping like oh well you don't know how many Lokis there are in comics you yeah. can't be a part of our conversation like. No, man, it's cool. Like, everyone's at a different place, and if you like it, you like it. Like, you don't have to know everything about it to, to enjoy it or be a fan, so. Uh, unfortunately, um... Yeah, I've been I've been kicked out of fan culture, for my opinion. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. That's all I gotta say. It's like, those guys are just... A lot of, a lot of fans are dicks. That's, yeah. It's, it's... Hey, and, and uh, what's funny is, like, I used to be one of those guys. Like, not like... It, not so much in my grown adult life, but in high school and stuff, like I, I'd, I'd be more of an elitist and stuff and like act that way. And like, I saw the error of the, of those ways. And, you know, it's just immaturity and thinking that you're better than other people for no reason other than, you know, more about a specific thing than them. Like, you know, I, I, I I'm lucky. I, you know, I wasn't completely like rejected from like friends and people that I made feel dumb or, or made them feel like they couldn't, enjoy these things even though like i would never do that on purpose like it's easy to come across that way so yeah you know i 
I've learned and I've grown and I've become more uh, aware of things and and I think you know we all have our journeys and and some people aren't there yet and that's them whatever but <clears throat> anyway 40 minutes in still no Loki conversation <laughs> yeah it's uh, like how to unpack all that that happened in in, in that episode specifically in the last yeah. two episodes well basically. episode three you know is just packed with like backstory on on Sylvie and um like this more vulnerable side of of Loki and connecting deeper with him as well so it's like you have these like it's 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 kind of more of a chiller story and uh I think like the the chemistry of I don't know what it is Tom Hiddleston has great chemistry with everybody like it, his character just bounces so well off of every other character. You know what I mean? He's just a great actor. Uh, there's no other way to really just put it simply. Yeah. Uh, he's just knows what he's doing. He knows how to convey emotion. He knows how to be subtle with his, like, you know, how he uses his face to convey emotion. Yep. Um, he knows when to deliver dialogue. He knows what tone of voice to use yeah. when he's delivering dialogue. Tone is super um, important and he's, he's, yeah. he's fucking expert at it. Yeah, yeah. So. There's, there's no doubting that. Yeah, uh, and I thought I, I think the uh, Sophie D. Martino is her name, the actress. I don't know her name exactly, but it's something like that. Uh, she she's really good too, and and the way they they bounce off each other is uh, it's just entertaining. Uh, it it evokes a lot of emotion, um, so I think that it, it works really well. You know, obviously they start out like you know, rivalry, they're going to kill each other. And then like, well, we have to work together because ha ha ha. And then they connect and, um, you know, they're on the, they're obviously they're fucking in another apocalypse about to die and shit. Uh, so they're trying to like work out how to, you know, get off, get out of there, but they can't. And, uh, you know, essentially the episode ends where they're facing the end of the world together. Um, and then you jump into the, to the fourth episode, you know, there's a lot more to unpack from the third episode still, but, you know, essentially they connect on such a level that it creates a nexus event where like, you know, it's an interesting idea of Loki falling in love with himself, which isn't surprising at all. Cause he is a narcissist. Uh, yep. so of course he fell in love with himself. Um, yep. but that's what creates the nexus event. But just like it's, it's no surprise either that they fell in love because they, they end up being vulnerable with each other, which is how we connect as people through vulnerability, Um, you know, on the train and everything else. And I thought the song that uh, Loki sang on the train, uh, you know, it says he was singing in, uh, in uh, where where are they from? (laughs) Asgard. Asgard. Isn't that, yeah. Asgard. Uh, Isn't that like your language? Well, it sounded Norwegian. Yeah. It sounded uh, Scandinavian for sure. Uh, And like, his his pronunciation is very good uh but it also reminded me of uh of when aragorn was singing lord of the rings um like in the fellowship of the ring uh he's singing and in uh frodo's like who is she the woman you're singing about right do you remember this scene am i am i alone on this good i've seen that that movie my guy yeah, when uh, Aragorn's singing about Luthien, Baron and Luthien. Uh, probably, I probably remember. I just can't remember. Yeah, right now. but this moment. yeah, the it sounded it's it's kind of similar. Like uh, like when he went to like that slower part and whatever before it picked up again to like the party party music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was really nice uh, to see. Just like Loki letting loose, like that that that's like pure kind of as guardian culture in some ways that we don't actually see a lot anymore outside outside of the first Thor movie. Uh, is like you know as guardians, Thor loves to drink like party. to party. Yeah. Like you know, it's a big part of their culture too. Um, and so it was really good to see like part of that coming in. Um, Loki's story about the fireworks, uh, firework magic his mom would do. Um, just like little things that allow not only the characters to connect with each other, but allow us as the audience to connect with the characters, right? Because yeah. a lot of people liked Loki before the series, but uh, not because they connected with him, but because women thought he was attractive and men thought he was good <laughs> at acting. 
yeah. you know, or, you know, men also thought he's attractive and, you know, he's an attractive guy. I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but you know, that's kind of just how it was. Like people liked Loki because he was witty or because, uh, you know, whatever else. But now people like him because we understand that he's not just a piece of shit who tries to destroy the world and take over and be evil. Right. Like there's more to him and that's what makes a good villain. Um, that's why people connected or maybe not connected, but people thought that Killmonger was such a great villain, not just because Michael B. Jordan's a phenomenal actor, but because you could understand why he's doing the stupid fucked up shit he's doing. Like, Mm. You don't agree with it, you don't condone it, but you understand why he is where he is uh, and yep. why he's doing what he's doing. And it's the same with Loki now. Is like you maybe didn't understand it as much, like in the Avengers, that you know what he was doing was to try to get you know his uh, purpose or whatever. But it's like I think he really just likes attention and he wants uh, approval from other people. He wants his you know his mom and dad's approval he wants he Laufey's approval like his whole life is a struggle for approval and when he doesn't get it he acts out and uh whatever right we can go into a deep dive on his psychology or whatever too but that's uh that's not our job i guess uh, it's probably not interesting to a lot of people so yeah well people come here to listen to weird different things hopefully at least <laughs> hope they do yeah i mean th- there's a lot you could say about you know, going, you know, hindsight, looking at Loki and other uh, movies and the other Avengers movies and the other Thor movies. And you could do, you could take a lot from this series to do a huge deep dive into his psychology and understand why he acts the way he acts. He's not just being evil for the sake of it. And we get parts of that in the first Thor movie. Like we understand, like, you know, he finds out he's adopted and like, this is real life shit happening, you know, like people go through that same thing. Right. Yep. So, uh, there are elements of it, but it all comes together very well in this series and allows us to, to really get this understanding of who is Loki and what makes him Loki and what makes, uh, you know, what, what in uh, not inspires, but you know, what motivates him to do the things he does. What what triggers him to do the things he does? So, um, and then on the reverse side, you know, we have Lady Loki or Sylvie, who, you know, was we find out taken as a young young girl, like eight or nine or something, because she was a variant and she escaped and spent her whole life on the run. Uh, but her story is not all that different from Loki's. Uh, you know, they have this nice conversation and this nice connection over like you know what makes us loki is you know that we're destined to lose uh you know destined to highlight other people or uh you know whatever uh and you know loki's response is obviously like yeah i lose a lot but i'm still alive you know i you know i don't die (laughs) so and then he he does die (laughs) he saw his own death that's the problem you know what's so sad like dude i did not expect them to kill off Mobius Mm. and I did not expect you know Loki to be pruned as well Mm. uh, which is not surprising that he was pruned but um, you know I mean it it, once he was pruned I was like well it's obviously not the end like he's gonna come back somehow some way right so the post credit scene helps uh, explain that a little bit so hopefully you can watch it when you have some time it's literally like a 15 second scene so um, but yeah, the like crazy shit was happening in episode four, man. Uh, but I guess the big revelation from episode three was that, uh, the people of the TVA were not created by the timekeepers. Like they, they literally were variants who had their memories erased and they were all like, they're all brainwashed to believe like that they were created by the timekeepers and shit. Um, which is pretty fucked up. Um, yeah. And as soon as Mobius learned about it, he got murdered. Everybody who knows about it gets gets pruned because uh, I guess if everybody knew about it, nobody would choose to work there, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then the timekeepers are a bunch of frauds, uh, androids, whatnot, uh, but I'm sure that there are people behind those androids that really do exist that have power, and part of the mystery is going to be finding out who they are, 
So, yep. uh, you know, the show's still riveting. The show's still, uh, still, still roll. You know, it's just getting better and better in my opinion. And, and I think that, uh, for people who just want to be entertained, it's there for you. For people who want something thought provoking, Loki does that too. For some people who want some kind of emotional resonance, Loki has that for you. Like the show just delivers to me on, for, for me on all fronts. Uh, and mm. I think it, it has a lot more to give still, which is which is really cool. Yeah, um, pretty much in the same boat. I'm really surprised. I really enjoyed the first episode. Um, I thought a few of the episodes when they were on the apocalyptic panic, it got kind of slow and I kind of skimmed skimmed it, you know? Yeah, like some I wasn't of the sequences paying a... in there. Yeah, yeah, just unintentional, or I don't know, not in, like unintentionally like boring to me, at least. I'm, I'm not sure. So I stopped watching... But I am glad I, I did watch this uh, new episode, and it was just good. It was a good time, and uh, I'm just glad that everything is. Um... Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where, again, like the MCU continues to deliver. Uh, mm. Falcon and Winter Soldier was the least. Uh, the lowest of uh, in quality, I would say, out of the three series we've got so far. Mm. Uh, like again, it's something I really enjoyed. I, I thought it, I thought it was really good. A lot of parts, a lot of the topics and and uh, themes that they dealt with, they did it really well. But a lot of other things, they kind of fluffed. Uh, you know, making things have actual real consequences, showing us instead of telling us. Uh, like there are little things that that didn't work quite as well. Uh, where, you know, whereas in shows like Loki and in WandaVision, like it feels like they just kind of, they kind of hit it home every time. So, um, yeah, the effects are great too. That's one thing. Oh, also, yeah. uh, the, the choreograph of the fights is amazing. The, but the yeah. timekeepers look really great, even though they were just robots in disguise, but yeah, it's like movie quality, visual effects and everything. Like, yep. You can't get that anywhere else. I, I you know, I, well, maybe you can, like Netflix Studio movies and things like that. But uh, for like what you'd expect from a superhero TV show on like just a regular channel, that's why like for me, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and and Loki, they're more like mini movies or like movies that are released over not many movies, obviously, but like long movies that are released over many weeks. Instead of like being a TV show, right? Like they just feel like extensions of of film, instead of like what Agents of Shield kind of was, or the or the Inhuman series, like pretty bad effects. They like they don't necessarily have their best people working on it. They're not trying to tie it into our to, into the greater universe. Agents of Shield was tied in with the MCU, but now it feels like kind of forgotten about, right? But um, yeah, it feels like they they actually care more about this content. And it's not just like a way for them to make some additional money on the side or whatever. Yeah. So. Uh, but all that being said, I did really like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay, guys, I don't, I don't dislike it, but a lot of people have some valid criticisms of the show. So. But I still think WandaVision was incredible. Yeah, for me, the problem with Falcon and Winter Soldier is it's like a common Marvel problem, dude. Like I just. Didn't really. I didn't really care about the villain or anything that was really going on half the time, you know? Like, it was just all boring to me. Like, I didn't even know what she was fighting for halfway towards. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, the the bad Captain America was, was interesting enough, right? Like, mm. um, John Walker. I thought, I thought that actor did a great job of making you really dislike that character. And um, I I felt like his story was far more interesting than Car Carly's, I think that's her name. And again, like this, you know, even after Carly died, like we still have Captain America standing there, like defending her for her vision. But she murdered innocent people. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the same thing with the evil Captain America. Like this dude straight up murdered someone, like just out in the open in in, in Europe. And, like, then he kind of gets, like, commended and shit, like, in a yeah. way. Like, he doesn't l really lose anything except the mantle of Captain America, which was never really his to claim in the first place. So, 
you know, it's like it feels like there's no real consequences to, for some of these people. And then at the end, you know, we have this impassioned speech from Captain America. But it's one of those things where it's like you're you're telling us these things instead of showing us, which a visual medium you, you should show us, you know, yeah. more than tell us. Um, and for some people that may come across preachy too of him to like be tough. Like I didn't mind it. I, I, when I, when it was happening the first time I watched it, I thought some people are really going to hate this. Uh, but I didn't hate it, you know, and, and all the stuff with Isaiah Bradley, uh, you know, the old man captain, he was never captain America, but the old man, super soldier, I yeah. thought was, was incredible. I, I really liked a lot of that stuff. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, Anyway, uh, I don't know how many more episodes of Loki there are, but uh, I'm here for it. It's probably two to four to six. I don't know. How many episodes is this series? I'm assuming it was six. I have no clue. Um, Jumping off into other news, though, I saw Star Wars had the anime coming out, and I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually looks really good, so I was definitely curious and surprised. You watched the trailer? I did not, but I'm going to. I didn't Uh, watch it either was trying to watch it but i was at work and i figured that i would feel bad so i didn't do it there you can watch it now yeah no, i'm gonna watch it later okay well <laughs> i need to go get some food soon that's what i need to do uh, okay. yeah i i left over round table i had two pieces damn sounds pretty good i don't know what i'm about to do for dinner probably something like a peanut butter sandwich it sounds good it's... yeah peanut butter sandwiches <laughs> are pretty good Always, 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 uh, always a good, good go-to. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of like the, I didn't watch the Star Wars anime trailer, and apparently it's not going to be canon, but that doesn't really matter. Like, I think a lot of people are just going to be interested in the fact that there's a Star Wars anime. Yeah, um, same. For me, that's like that's me. Let <laughs> I me mean, like you know I watch quite a bit of anime. Like it's the uh, big portion of my viewing experience is solely in anime actually to be like 100 percent honest with you so i'm just glad to be seeing this you know it came as a very big shock to me uh... yeah did i mistype something i didn't this is weird Everything going okay? Yeah, I was trying to uh, to see what see what the news is, see if there's any news that we have to talk about. Yeah, anything quick. Wild uh, and crazy and exciting going on in the world. Uh, Netflix debuts the first trailer for Transformers: War for Cybertron trilogy. Animated Transformers movie. I'll need to uh, check out that trailer for because I'm a huge Transformers fan as well. Pokemon and Transformers are like my nerd. If I had to choose two, if I had to choose like some foundations for my nerd, I'm gonna definitely be those two. Yeah, heroes reunite in the new Masters of the Universe Revelation Revelation trailer. Mm. Uh, Star Wars Visions reveals studios and film titles for anime anthology. Uh oh yeah, Richard Donner passed. That was sad. Um, a Superman director. Um, Tamora Morrison confirms four directors for the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, he confirmed uh, Dave Filoni, Bryce Dallas Howard, Robert Rodriguez, and John Favreau, I believe. Good. So basically, everyone that was working on the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Same people. Yeah. Um, some casting stuff that nobody cares about. Patty Jenkins updates the status of Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Is that, is that interesting at all? I mean, yeah. we know it's happening. I, I guess that's all we... I, like Again, like that kind of stuff doesn't really interest me that much. Uh, there's some Black Widow news, like more featurettes. Like, this is the one thing, dude. This is the thing that annoys me, and it's always annoyed me. I usually watch the first trailer for something, but then like literally leading up to the like the month before the movie comes out you get like five more trailers 17 tv spots 19 featurettes 47 behind the scenes features like yeah all the interviews and shit all the interviews and shit too yeah or the actors basically spoil everything yeah um 
that's about it. Uh, I don't see anything like... Uh, Margot Robbie explains why she keeps coming back to Harley Quinn. Money. There you go. Yeah. I didn't have to read it for you. And also maybe she enjoys the role. That could be yeah. a little bit of it too. But... Oh, uh, Til- Tilda Swinton uh, til- responded to Kevin Feige's Ancient One regrets. Mm. Yeah. Remember? Remember? He said he wishes he didn't whitewash the Ancient One. <laughs> uh, yeah. What she- did she say? <laughs> She said, uh, I remember at the time having a question mark in my own mind and being attendant to the public response to the idea that a Scottish woman will be playing this character and being aware that there was no resistance at all. There was widespread welcome, which shifted at a certain point for very good reasons, with with which I had an enormous amount of sympathy. The audience feels ever more empowered to contribute to the narrative and to feel heard within the narrative, and that's really healthy social development. So pretty much she agrees that the character shouldn't have been whitewashed, but uh, doesn't uh, it doesn't matter? I don't know something like that. There's, some, there's nothing she could have done. That's ultimately like I think she was saying like, look, I had the role. They hired me to play the role. I played the role. <laughs> yeah. I was, and I had a question mark in my brain the entire time. Like, isn't this character supposed to be like some ancient like sage from the time you know the hills of the mountains of Taiwan or some shit or yeah. whatever the fuck? And it, yeah. not, not not Taiwan, but close enough. Yeah, uh, uh, Tibet. Tibet. Uh, t- yeah, Tibet. It's much closer. Tibet. Uh, yeah. Kevin Feige <laughs> once again defends Iron Man's three Mandarin reveal. I'm sorry, Kevin Feige. You cannot defend that. No. I, I don't agree with your defense. I haven't read it, but I don't agree with it. Uh, oh, 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 we didn't talk about uh, uh, Shang-Chi's new trailer. Uh, mm. I don't know if you watched it, um, but it had Abomination in it, and uh, Wong were fighting. Abomination was fighting Wong. You know he Abomination did. from the Hulk, big green dude with the with the fish ears. Ah, uh, dude, the Hulk movies. It's 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 been it's been a hot minute since I watched Hulk one or two. I'll be one hundred percent honest with you. Well, I think a lot of people are pretty hyped about Abomination, but there are some people who are kind of on the fence about it. So. Um, I mean, I'm excited for Shang Chi. Um, hopefully, yeah. it'll be a, a just a really over the top kung fu movie. Um, and, you know, I understand that it's being made for a different audience. I hope it's not like with you know what's going on with Dune right now. Um, did I ever talk about that? Did I ever rant about that? You you did rant about it, but if you need to rant yeah. more, feel free. No, I'm just pissed, and the reason I'm pissed is because they changed a specific wording in Frank Herbert's Dune. He uses the word jihad, which you would have, like, you know, a deeper... Uh, if you have even a relative scratching of it, the basic understanding of, you know, Islam and all of its, like, tenets and stuff like that, you know, that word means a lot more than waging holy war, um, where it's actually kind of supposed to be more of a struggle than anything else. Right. And unfortunately, um, they changed that word to... Uh, they changed it to crusade for some stupid reason. I'm not sure why they did that. Because um, crusades are very Christian. Yeah, and also you know, there's uh, the movies being produced and made in certain locales where certain government doesn't what like you know associations being put out right now uh, with hero with that word being associated with heroicism. You know. Yeah. And it's very unfortunate. <laughs> Because just unfortunate, <laughs> say. Like I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. That is the truth. Um, Ron Perlman will voice Optimus Primal in Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Oh man, they're doing Beast Wars again. Who would have fucking seen that coming? Yeah, I think it's like trying to cat. Uh, oh, if that's what they want to do what they can do <laughs> yeah um most of this news is pretty boring or not important or bad uh don't worry guys i won't read any comic book news because i know nobody cares about that stuff <laughs> literally when i talk about comic book news we lose we lose viewers so well you should still talk about what you're passionate about you know it's more, it's more important all right here's here's the only bit of comic book news I'll talk about there, you know, we, we talked about, um, uh, 
the the Captain America series where you know Steve Rogers and and Sam Wilson are, are going across the country looking for Captain America's shields and and they go to different communities and meet different Captain Americas of their own communities and one of them's transgender right and everybody mm-hmm. lost their minds well there's another one who's who's Filipino it's a woman Captain America who's Filipino American and uh, her name is Ari and uh, if you don't know. In Tagalog, which is the language of the Philippines, Ari means genitals. There you go. You can have that one. It was free. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's exciting. You know, hey, we can talk about funny news too. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's it. I mean, there's not a lot of news. Um, so I'll let you go so you can eat your sandwich or whatever you want to eat or make. That's right. Um, but we'll be back one day eventually. Uh, we'll yeah. talk about Black Widow. We'll talk about new episodes of the shows we've been talking about. Uh, if there's any news, we'll talk about that. We can talk about things that irritate us, like people who fucking get their food in the drive-thru, wait 45 seconds to fucking move, and just hold up the line because that's fucking polite, right? Uh, we can talk about anything. So. Yeah, that is true. We do really talk about anything, so stick around. We may <laughs> surprise you yet. Right. Uh, what we won't be talking about is how we just bought a nice, uh, you know, whatever it is that you want to buy in L.A. because we can't afford high-rise, it. High-rise in L.A. Yeah, I need we, won't sell be, we won't be talking about that because we, right. we're, we're, we're broke. I can't even buy a fucking used car, okay? That's how broke I am, okay? So, anyway. Well, All right, um, my friend. <laughs> we'll Ew. sign off. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you haven't, please follow uh, and, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, find the podcast, The Nerd Ledger, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. Subscribe. Rate us. Do all that good shit. Thank you, everybody. Much love. Peace out. See you next time. Yep. Yeah. Sell out. Don't forget. Give us money. <laughs>